the studies show that 51% of the adult population in the U.S. listens to podcasts. And on average, they're the people that are above average income, above average education. Uh, these are early adopters. These are people that are trying to learn and make their life better. And when I tell that to most people, they're like, yeah, those are my ideal customers. That's the people I want to talk to. And I'm like, well, <laughs> then get off doing funny dances on TikTok and why don't you actually talk to those people? Totally. No need to do funny dances on TikTok. <laughs> Unless you really like dancing. <laughs> Welcome to the Standout CEO Show, your gateway to building a standout business in a crowded market with your personal brand. I'm Brad Powell, and today we're taking a deep dive in how you can grow your business, have a more successful business with more meaningful conversations. It's all about conversations. <laughs> and so, Here's the question I wanna ask you as we're considering this, this particular episode is, could it be that all the time you're spending on social media, all the time you're spending with your digital marketing, could a lot of that effort actually be harming your business? And in this crowded space that we're all having to be confronted by in terms of the internet world is full of a lot of noise, are you simply contributing to all that noise or are you doing something that will actually stand out? And is the pathway, is the route to standing out actually having deeper, longer conversations? <laughs> so I'm really excited to go deep on this. I've invited Tom Schwab, who is the author of a new book, which is called One Conversation Away. So. One conversation, imagine, I mean, I know we've heard this thing about one funnel away <laughs> for the promise that, oh, you're just one funnel away from all your dreams coming true. <laughs> and that often, that kind of promise can ring hollow, but here's, Tom is wanting you to consider, well, actually you could be just one conversation away. And I'm a big believer in this, you know, in terms of who you know and who you connect with and who you connect with in a much more meaningful way could be the way that we will all, first of all, just get more connected and actually have not only a more success in our life, but just a more meaningful life and our meaningful coexistence with the people all around us. So this is going to be a great one. Tom, welcome to the show. Brad, thank you for having me here. <laughs> yeah. And I really just gave you the briefest of conversations. Now, you are the founder of Internet Valet and this, or no, sorry, Interview Valet, which is all about helping business leaders become guests on other people's podcasts. And in fact, have the kind of conversations that they need to have so that people can connect with them. And so to start off, why don't you talk about like why you're doing, like the mission behind Interview Valet and what that is all about. I'm glad you asked that because it's not just about getting on a random podcast, right? Uh, nobody wants that. Uh, you know, uh, really our mission is to personally introduce inspiring thought leaders to millions of people they could serve for the betterment of all. And, you know, I really believe that the greatest gift you can ever give someone is introducing them to a new idea, 
or a new person, right? It's the only thing that can change your life. And it's one of those things you can't do for yourself, right? You can't just introduce yourself to a new idea. Someone else has to do that. And uh, you you joked about uh, one funnel away or one conversation away. Uh, I always have to think about that. I will forever be grateful for Brian Jacobs, who introduced me to my bride, right? I will never forget that. She did not come through a funnel, right? I've never seen somebody that <laughs> set up the perfect funnel to go through all 7 billion people and boom, the perfect relationship popped out. It's conversations and introductions. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's go back to the earlier point that I made around a lot of people, like we're all getting sucked into social media and we're spending more and more of our time online especially since the last two years, the pandemic has forced us to have virtual interaction and virtual communication. And most people who have their own business have really started diving in hard on, okay, so if this is the only way that I can be seen and heard by my audience, and so they're, they're becoming a little bit more manic about their posting. And what I see as a, a large mistake that people are making is they're getting into broadcast mode instead of this conversational mode. So talk about that issue of how a lot of this activity could actually be harming your efforts to grow your business. There's this idea that I need to be every place my customers are, right? <laughs> I need to be seen everywhere. I need to be omnipresent. Um, well, think about that. If, if you were hiring a high-level consultant, a high-level coach, would you expect them to see be everywhere? And let's take it out of the digital world. Let's take it to the physical world, right? You're looking for, you know, uh, that great attorney, the the great heart surgeon. If you saw them above the urinal advertising, if you saw them <laughs> on a park bench, if you saw them on the bus. Um, would you say, wow, there's the, there's the trusted advisor I want, right? And in some ways that could actually hurt you, right? Um, and I think it's the same thing on, on digital, right? This idea, I'm, I'm going to be everywhere. I'm going to, uh, do AI, uh, and just massive posts out there. Are, are there thought leaders? Are, are your, are your ideal customers going to say, wow, Brad, somebody that I really want to hire? <laughs> Or is it just that, oh, they're making so much noise? And unfortunately, people take lessons and apply it for different markets at different times. So they'll say, well, you know, uh, Tony Robbins does it, or um, maybe uh, Brendan Bouchard does it. Well, they can put out a post because they have that relationship for decades they have been building that relationship with people. It's like, would you pay the same money for Tony Robbins or Brendan Bouchard if the first time you ever saw them or heard them was on a quick little social media ad? So I often uh, ask people, you know, if, if your ideal client saw you here, would it help you or hurt you? Yeah, exactly. The thing about the urinal, it reminds me of hearing of uh, an early viral advertising campaign where whoever was behind this campaign, somehow they found out how to create a urinal strainer that you could print a message on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the message was, are you pissing your finances away? That was the question. 
And I guess, I mean, you know, like, there you are, you're got a totally captured audience, they're going to read this thing. <laughs> but what kind of actual message is that? Like, how are people really going to respond to that kind of message if that's, if that's where your campaign is sitting? <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, it's sort of that... Uh... What, hap what works for one market doesn't work for the others, right? So if you're going for large volume, uh, low relationship, more of a transaction, then you can do things like funnels. You can do, you know, um, banners behind a, um, a plane, right? Things like that where you just go into the masses. They don't have to know who you are. They don't care if to care who you are, right? It's just a transaction. And I think the problem becomes is that some of the times – we take what works on a transaction, you know, that $5 tripwire funnel or tri tripwire product in the funnel. And we're like, oh, that's what I have to use, right? If you're, you know, it's that great thing of whales don't click and big fish don't swim through funnels, right? If you're going for a six-figure deal, a consulting deal, do you really think the decision maker is going to buy your $5 tripwire product and spend, you know, three months in your nurturing sequence. No, they're making a decision quick. They want to hear you. They want to talk with you. Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, the thing that I can apply this to in the in the offline world is, for instance, when you're going to a conference, you know, when I go to conferences, the thing that I usually like I've this has happened over time. I mean, first of all, there are people at conferences that do a couple things that are really annoying. There's the kind of person who's out there you know, handing everybody they can think of their business card and just kind of spraying and praying, like going up to you and say, hey, here's me, here's what I do, and boom, they're gone within like 30 seconds. And no one no one will keep their card. <laughs> no one, I don't know how, like, I don't know why that they do that or why why they attempt those things, but I can't imagine that working particularly well. And in all the conference going that I've gone to, I've really come to the place where my intention when I start is, well, I think that somewhere at this conference, I'm going to meet at least just one person and I'm going to develop a friendship with them that's going to last over time. And if I come away where that's the, like I've just, the beginning of a relationship like that, that's going to be long-term, then this will be a successful experience for me. And that's the intention that I said. And usually, you know, on a, like a three-day event, that will happen. Like uh, there'll be at least one connection that I make and it's not necessarily a, a business connection. It's just a really good, healthy connection of somebody who I meet. And, you know, for us guys who are middle-aged and older, like meeting friends and actually connecting, you know, the pool of friends we have is nothing like what we had when we were in high school. Like it seems to get smaller over time, especially if you've got, you know, family and kids and stuff like that. You're you're much more isolated. And so this seems like in terms of the internet world, like if you can approach your digital marketing with the same intention, then that's a really reasonable outcome. Like if I'm going to post on Instagram, I'm not thinking about, oh, this is going to reach, you know, 10,000 people. It's like, well, could this turn around in some way? Can I do something with my internet communication that will lead me to making one deep connection. What? And this is what fascinates. And this is what I want you to talk about the, your work that you're doing, because the kind of conversation that we're having now and the kind of conversations you can have in a podcast environment 
is probably one of the best forums for achieving this outcome. And when you were telling that story, all I could think of is, yeah, I, I went back to, I was speaking at Podcast Movement a few months ago, and there was a gentleman that, you know, the a book is the new business card, right? Every person, he had a backpack, and every person, he would give them his personal memoir. Here, here's a book that you should read, right? <laughs> and everybody took it and thanked him. You could go around the garbage cans, and you could find him filled up with a book that he probably spent 10 bucks a copy for. And you look at that from the digital world, aren't we doing that same thing, right? Here, yeah. click this. Here's my free download. Are they downloading it? Are they reading it, even if they do? Um, and then also what you talked about was that idea of the connection that you're going to have there. And I would say meeting one person is great. But what's even better is when someone you know introduces you to more people, right? They come by yeah. and say, Brad, here's some some of my friends that you should know. And that's really what we're doing online. When you go to a podcast interview, the host has a following. They have friends, right? They, people are here today because they know Brad, not because they know Tom, right? So they're coming for you and you're introducing your friends. And this is that idea of tapping into an audience. And I often say today, other people's platforms are more valuable than other people's money, right? And use the example of, you know, if Oprah says, I'll loan you a million dollars, I'll take it. But if Oprah says, hey, I would love to highlight you for, for 30 minutes on my show. Well, I think everybody knows which one they're going to take, right? One is so much more valuable because you're tapping into that audience. And today it's so easy to do on podcasts because you don't have to travel. Everybody knows how to use Zoom and video conferencing, so it's not as as scary as public speaking. And you know the the studies show that fifty one percent of the adult population in the U.S. listens to podcasts. And on average, they're the people that are above average income, above average education. Uh, these are early adopters. These are people that are trying to learn and make their life better. And when I tell that to most people, they're like. Yeah, those are my ideal customers. That's the people I want to talk to. And I'm like, well, then get off doing funny dances on TikTok. And why don't you actually talk to those people? Yeah, yeah, totally. No need to do funny dances on TikTok. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless you really like dancing. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, that, well, that would was... hurt my business, I, I know for sure. <laughs> yeah, well... I was listening to an interview that you did just recently, and one thing that you mentioned was, and I don't remember the reference, but you're referencing somebody else, and that person was saying that the future has to do with vivid audio. Yeah. And so I want to, this just fascinates me, like, okay, so why, why, why vivid audio? What, what is that about? Yeah. And uh, this, it's, um, Svensson that wrote the book, or excuse me, Joe Hansen. He's a futurist out of Stanford, and it's the um, leadership literacies of the future. And one of them that he talks about there is that the future is vivid audio. And I remember listening to that the first time, and I'm like, I misheard that. It's got to be video, right? <laughs> so I, I I rewound it, and it was like, no, it is audio. And he explained it. And after he explained it, I'm like, he is so right. 
You know, everybody's going towards video today. And, you know, there's a certain portion of the population that learns, that loves video, right? I, I always say well, capture that's, it. That would be me too. <laughs> capture it, use it, all the rest of that. But the problem with video is that you can't multitask when you're doing it as easily. If we speed it up, it looks funny. And if somebody's just listening to this, they're picturing what we look like, right? Now, video becomes more, if you want to call it um, discriminatory. And, you know, we all discriminate in different ways. It's like, oh, that person doesn't look like me. They're they're too young. They're too old. They wouldn't understand me. Uh, another example, um, my niece, when she was studying for her uh, real estate license, she reached out to me and she said, Uncle Tom, have you ever heard of Zig Ziglar? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, honey. And I, I didn't have the heart to tell her. Zig's been dead for, you know, almost a decade now. And that was probably recorded before she was even born. Right. And if she would have looked at the video and seen the size of his lapels or seen the, you know, the size of his uh, uh, sideburns or something, she wouldn't have listened to the content. You know, it would have gotten dated very, very quickly. Whereas audio content, you know, people really listen for the content. And the other thing too, is I think people are more open to sharing audio content. Um, people are very, and I say people, uh, myself included, uh, getting on camera, getting on a stage can be intimidating, right? But actually having a conversation, we, we've all been doing that, you know, since we were, since we were a few years old, we're used to talking. Yeah, that resonates so well. I mean, first of all, audio is a great medium from the user's point of view, as you said, simply because it's a passive medium. You can be doing anything you want, you know, while you're listening. I could be working out at the gym. I could be going for a bike ride. I could be, you know, washing my dishes, <laughs> folding my laundry, any of those things while I'm listening and, you know, getting value from somebody's audio presentation that is recorded and it's on demand. Like I can, you know, I pull out my phone and it's right here in my pocket and I can do it anytime, anywhere. And as personally, like I've always been a huge fan of radio. The only downside is that radio is not on demand. <laughs> it's, it's like you have to be there when it's being broadcast or you totally goes by and you miss it. So this, this, the podcast world has just, you know, kind of uh, liberated the whole audio medium so that we can carry it around. It's highly mobile. It's do it anytime, anywhere and, and pick the thing that you want to talk about or hear the most, you know, in that moment. But the other thing that I see that's super valuable is this thing of the conversational part where as the person who is either the host or the guest it's not so much about like, yes, you're building a relationship with your audience, but probably even more valuable is the relationships that you're building with the people who you actually are talking to. <laughs> and this is where, this is where like, I mean, for this show, the, the show that I do, and, and certainly what I help my clients do in terms of if they're interested in this kind of thing, uh, creating the same kind of broadcast that I do. I mean, I, for lots of reasons, I do it as video and then it gets turned into audio and so forth. But, but the reason the, the core is all about, you can pick whoever you want to talk to. And instead of doing what most people are doing, where they're 
on LinkedIn, reaching out saying, hey, connect with me. Hey, I do this amazing thing. Why don't you hire me? You know, instead of doing all of that cold outreach, you can say, look, I have this show. I'd love to have you on. I'd love to talk about this and have this conversation with you. And most people will respond really easily to all of that. And you build that relationship. And, you know, sometimes people will say, should I be a, a guest or a host? And I don't think it's an either or. It's like, well, what are your goals, right? Um, right. If, you know, it's like, should I be an Uber driver or an Uber passenger? Same platform, different <laughs> goals, right? So I think being a host is a great way to build your, you know, uh, to nurture your current customers, to build relationships with your guests, um, to nurture uh, new new leads, but to actually go out and get new leads, that's where you've got to go out onto other people's stages there. And it's interesting, you know, sometimes people find you, other times you introduce the conversation at the right time. And I've seen some of our clients do this with great skill. So if somebody's in the in the sales process, right, and they're, they've got a, a, a call coming up. Well, maybe instead of just sending them a canned email, send them an email that says, hey, you know, our founder was on this podcast, Brad Powell, great, great podcast. I thought you might enjoy it. Well, now instead of saying, listen to this before our call, right? Now they're listening to something that's got content, context. They feel like they know the company and it's almost like they're warmed up. And, you know, I always say when people hear you on a podcast interview, they do one of two things. They either turn you up or turn you off. And either one is fine, <laughs> right? Because at the end of the day, we don't need just more, you know, like leads uh, and spammy clicks. No, we want more conversations that lead to long-term, you know, uh, long-term engagements. Yeah. Well, I just want to underline that was a really great golden nugget you just dropped there. <laughs> so <laughs> one of the best things that you can do with your podcast interview, once it's already happened, is then turn around and use that in your interaction with prospects who are coming in, people who you're about to have that first phone call with and say, hey, here's a podcast. It's right up your alley. It's the, talking about this really great topic. Thought you find it really interesting. Uh, instead of what most people do, which is here's my explainer video or here's my whatever, you know, PDF ebook thing that I need you to read before we get on a call, which they're like, huh, boring homework. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, so I really it's, love that. Yeah. And if, you know, uh, a lot of people say, well, you know, how do I get on more interviews? I'm like, well, what are you doing with your interviews now? Right. More yeah. is not better. Better is better. So why don't you get more out of every interview? Why don't you repurpose it? Why don't you promote it? Uh, this idea of just doing, you know, more, more and more. Um, if it's not working for you, doubling down on it's not going to just work. So figure out how you can get the most from every interview. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about being a podcast guest. I mean, this is your core, your core expertise. So just at the, at the end of our time here, give us a couple of, you know, one or two best practices for how to be an amazing podcast guest? Mm -hmm. The first thing is, why are you there? Um, podcasts are a great place to earn the know, like, and trust, to earn those respect of people that might buy. They are an awful place to sell. So when you go there, make sure that you've got the heart to 
to provide as much value as possible, right? Um, you'll attract the right people. And I've, I love how a, a podcast host, Doug Sandler from Nice Guys on Business said, you don't have to promote yourself. If you do a good job, the host will promote you more than, than you ever could. The other thing is we talked about before, more is not better, better is better. So when you're a podcast guest, make sure you're getting everything you can out of the podcast. Prepare for it. Show up ready to uh, sounding great on time. And then afterwards, make sure you're engaging with it on social media. Make sure you're repurposing. Make sure you're promoting it, right? If you were as seen on TV, Remember that back in the days when you were on television once, you would have ass seen on TV all over. Well, why wouldn't you do the same thing with a podcast? You know, put them up on your website. And I think finally, the um, it's a little bit from the heart, right? What you know, it's ordinary to you, right? We all underestimate what we know and we overestimate what other people know, right? And so what's ordinary to you is amazing to other people. And what you know from your business, from your experience, could really help people. And I think going into podcast interviews that way to help people to serve, what you'll find, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about, you know, jab, 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 right hook, right? I probably missed a couple of jabs, right? <laughs> I just like, you know, um, it's like more like serve, 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 ask. Serve when you're on the podcast, serve by promoting it on social media, you know, serve like that. And all of a sudden people are going to be asking you, how can I work with you? Absolutely. That's great. Well, this is a really perfect note for us to close on. If people are inspired by this and they're going, okay, line me up. I'm interested in being the best possible podcast guest that I could be. What's the, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Well, I guess the easiest way is just go to interviewvalletwithav.com. And, you know, it, it, there's a place there uh, that we can, you can jump on my calendar. But if you just want a copy of the book, you can go there too and get a free copy of it. Love to serve you um, because I believe that the world needs to hear what you have to say. You know, one conversation away, somebody is waiting to hear that conversation from you. You could change their lives and they could change their lives. All right. Well, interviewvalet.com. The book is called One Conversation Away. I'll make sure that links to all of that are in the show notes. And Tom, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate all you do. And thank you for listening. I just want to remind you that if you're here listening at the end and you want to go and binge the entire archive, the entire series of the Standout CEO Show, you can go to StandoutCEOShow.com and all the video, all the audio is there in the archive. We go live every Tuesday, every Thursday at 11 a.m. The best way to join us is live. And until the next time, thanks so much. So long. So long.